Great question. All the, right. The short answer is no, I don't. All right. Uh, could you send out like a group text blast? Because I get tired of answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious that you're my proxy. Um, wait, oh. group text to which to which group of friends? I've been, sh- I'm sure Matt has heard me say this before, but I would just go, look, man, it's one of my best friends in the world. As soon as I know, I will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> when we know, you'll know. <laughs> right? even, like, even Joseph Thomas would be like, you know. I'm like, dude, it's like, I, I don't, anyhow. He doesn't, he doesn't know. know. Right. Yeah, you're like, Cobb, you know, he's, uh, I mean, he's, he's flighty. <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. Just send out a blast. Just like, hey, everybody, I don't know when I'm coming back. And Ted doesn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> and stop asking Ted. Stop asking doesn't Ted. Know. Uh, (laughs) all right are we we ready to rock good day you are listening to a podcast but this isn't just any podcast just any podcast couldn't do this or this what the this is the podcast starring the tense starring the star the uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of uh, the podcast, the home episode. I'll be your host here, uh, the Ted Smith. Greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. <laughs> all right, so left to me, your son name is Cobb. We know where he's at. He's in Austin. Cobb, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on everybody pumped to be here hoping we all get back into the studio soon and happy 420 nice. all right back there getting the studio all set up on the wheels of steel matt Conner, the producer mctp what's up matt hey ted good to see you yeah so it is 420 it's also uh weed week on the men's room so you know got some weed topics i'm always game really <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the big one I had today. What really counts as a stoner movie, right? Because if you get stoned, you also still like to watch comedies. But like I was saying today, like old school doesn't have a ton of like read, weed references. Right, Wait, Ted, are you going to share your big news or no? I, I, I will say my name got drawn out of a hat today. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, wait, I will so- also say on the walk home from work, I may or may not have bought goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so, okay, your question is what, what qualifies something as a stoner movie? Right, does it have to be like just all about weed, like dazed and confused? Or is it like, because to me, like you could also say that's a stoner kind of comedy, meaning like if you're stoned, it's funny. Dude, I think of a, a movie where the it's a comedy and the plot actually involves weed in some way, like Half Baked or Pineapple Express. That would that would be my for like, oh, it's like a stoner comedy, you know? It's like, hey man, you know, like I don't know, you want to go talk to Sir Mix a lot, like something like that, or Sir Smokes a lot. Yeah. So so Ted, it's like speaking of Half Baked, you probably run into the same situation as me where. Every movie that's funny feels like a stoner movie because you get stoned when you watch it. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're all stoned, man. So like, oh, no, we it's... have a tough time differentiating. So I'm with Cobb because everything feels like a stoner comedy to me, unless they're explicitly talking about weed multiple times throughout the plot. Like 
it's not a stoner comedy, but if it's a funny comedy, I'm going to get stoned and watch it. What are your thoughts, Dad? We're saying to be a stoner comedy, it has to have a, like, weed has to play a major role in the movie. I think at least some, some, it has to affect the plot. That's what I would say. Like, um, you know, like, um, McLovin, I wouldn't say whatever that was. Uh, what's that movie called with McLovin? Super bad. Like that, I would still barely say is a stoner comedy, but like weed is only tangentially involved. There's like a room full of people smoking weed at some point and they try to get that guy to sing. Like he's like, they think he's like that kid brother cousin or whatever. And so they're like, oh yeah, sing man. Sing like a little songbird. So (laughs) that I would say stoner comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I mean, (laughs) all right. I mean, you know, you ask questions, you get answers. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Old school, like that's funny as hell. And then it's even funnier when you're stoned. Like it, like our regular. So regular comedies are just comedies. They're not stoner films. Well, I don't know, because like you have some that are kind of on the margins, like uh, like uh, Ricky Bobby or whatever that one was. Talladega Nights, like that. Yeah, Talladega Nights, like that could go either way. Or like, yeah, like old school is a really good example because I'm sure there was people taking bong rips in that. You know, I know Snoop Dogg was in there. So like. Yeah, tough to say. I don't know. What do you think on old school, Ted? Stoner comedy or not? I mean, I say yes, but I think my definition's different. I mean, let's go with let's go with Tommy Boy, right? In the beginning, he's taking a bong rip upside down and falls through a table. But I don't know that weed is involved in the plot of Tommy Boy. Dude, he would not have sold half a million brake pads without weed. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. A stoner comedy. I bet you, dude, realistically, I feel like these are these things we talk about in isolation and we forget that there's a whole wide, wonderful world out there. And I bet that there exists somewhere like a categorical definition like Netflix. It's like stoner comedies and just has a list of all of them. Do you guys think that's accurate or do you think it's kind of amorphous? I mean, I think it's accurate, but I think it takes away the fun of the conversation. So does that make (laughs) this a stoner conversation? (laughs) We're yeah. talking about weed. People may or may not be stoned. Well, dude, this, this podcast for the last five years has been a stoner conversation. Let's keep it real tonight. <laughs> We're like, what's your favorite flavor of cereal, bro? It's like, oh man, do you use like whole milk or half milk? Like, dude, I like to take Krispy Kreme and then just dip it in the milk. Like, come on, man. We've all been here for five years. <laughs> Like there's so many people listening like, dude, you guys are all just stoners. Like, stop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The genesis of this question is like, and Matt knows I text him every week now. Like I am just weirdly obsessed again with impractical jokers. But it's not like they would ever bring up weed on the show. But I'm like, seems like a stoner show. (laughs) Right. Uh, Dude. Yeah. Uh, Well, Ted, I've I've heard most of like impractical jokers like dominates like they crush it in you know middle America too where weed is not commonplace. Like I'm telling you, we're just the guy, we're just John Stewart and half baked. Like, yeah, have you seen it on weed, man? Like <laughs> dude, exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. And Ted's just looking at the back of a $20 bill on weed, man. <laughs> Ted, you've been in quarantine too long, dude. Pull out. You're like on a little submarine there in your house. Just God. Oh man. All right. 
speaking of being in the house too long, I did go to a sporting <laughs> event uh, last week. I went and saw the Sounders 4-0. Nice, boys. Oh, yeah, and that was all in the second half, right? Yeah, it was awesome. Dude, very cool. That's You'll like be excited the- to know uh, AC, the Austin football team had their first game. They lost, but still cool. First game for the franchise. All right, all right. Who'd they play? Uh, L.A. FC or Galaxy? Yeah. LAFC. Yeah. Um, wait, what, were, what was your the Sounders thing? I was just going to say, I can't remember. It was only like, I can't remember if it was 9,000 or 7,000. So it was like spread out. Like I was sitting up in the hawk's nest and like it was just me. It was just me and Barnsey. And then like Brett and uh, his wife just were in front of us. But like the whole place was empty. But like at halftime, there were still like people milling around. And I don't know, like. Like, I know how much I enjoy tailgating and going to, like, live events, but, like, actually going and seeing a goal in person, I was like, holy shit. Like, this is awesome. We back. Man, yeah, live sporting events and live music, just, like, that, I don't know, it just hits different. Really doesn't translate to TV. Yeah, concerts, I think, are big for a lot of people, too. But concerts are tougher because a lot of the concerts, you know, you see in, like, a night, not a nightclub, Jesus. But you see them at like, uh, I don't know, like the show box or something. Like you can't really spread out because nobody's sitting down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In terms of like those coming back soon. I think at least for down here, live music's just about to hit. Like I was going to go to a dance thing tonight, but most of the stuff is starting like, you know, in two weeks. Um, Yeah, I feel like Seattle by like, you know, mid-July, live music's going to be clicking. Matt, have you heard anything? You know, you're up on that. I've not, I've not heard anything. You know, I mean, I've heard a lot of opinions. Uh, well, I mean, that goes without saying. So, you know, now you want two more? <laughs> <laughs> right. You got them. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting just like seeing what's going on in Texas and seeing what's going on in Florida, like you know, they're they're kind of leading the charge on opening back up and, you know, everyone else is like, you know, I mean, I think it's like the vaccines are catching up, but everyone else is just going to like eventually follow suit, I feel like. So, yeah, I got my eye on Austin. Yeah, Matt, right now, if you walk down my street for people who have been here, I live on rainy. Uh, <clears throat> if you walk down my street, there are six to eight bars with 200 people without masks at this very moment. Wow. Yeah, it's and like on a Friday or a Saturday, forget about it, dude. It's chaos. We're talking Sodom and Gomorrah, people puking in the streets. We we see some crazy ass out there just walking home. Yeah, I yeah people who are 22 don't care about wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, right? Because you're in a college town and then Texas is like fully open. Like, I don't know. That'd almost be strange to see. It is. It, it, Texas is fully open, but Austin is like kind of still has a little bit of the mask mandate thing going on. And so it's like a, it's a weird mix, but I feel like people are going to be thirsty in Seattle this summer. Like people are going to come out guns blazing. It's going to be a cool summer. One for the books. Yeah, dude. And on Saturday it was 80 degrees. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's huge. In Seattle. I, uh, I went fishing. I caught zero fish. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I was curious how that was going to go. Wait, so you were going to somewhere like down south of Burien, right? Yeah, I think technically we were still in Renton. Renton? 
Wait, to wait, that's, a wait, that's a waste from beer. And wait, so walk me through the day. Like what, is this your first time fishing? So I've been fishing before, but I hadn't like sat on a dock and fished in a long time. And I've never okay. actually fished for trout. But this lake had just gotten stocked. So we're like, should be easy. These are the dumb trout. They're from the far. <laughs> they is, have no idea. This is the layup. Yeah. yeah, right. Got on my bucket hat, like good to go. It's 80 degrees. We get there like, I don't know probably like 1130 noon or right before noon, get some spots on the dock. And then it was packed. Like, like we got there just in time. Like the parking lot started filling up and then like, you can't swim from the dock cause it's mainly for fishing, but like people launch like paddle boards and stuff there. So I mean, it was just, mm. it was just kind of, it was, it was awesome, but it was insane. I was like, Oh man, like look at us, like spread out, sitting on a dock fishing, cooler full of, cooler full of coldies. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I did not catch a, a single thing for three hours. <laughs> it does it does feel crazy to see like just life kind of coming back. You know, like you forget about all the things that you loved. Like just doing that and going to the Sounders game, it's like, oh yeah, like I had a life outside of my apartment at one point. Like it's crazy being around people. Yeah, and then you compound that with like it's being like feeling like summertime in 80 degrees. It was just like, what are we like? I'm glad we're doing it, but what is going on? Yeah, this summer's about to be the turn up for sure. That much I can promise you. People are going to get wild as they come out of quarantine. We've already started to see like quite a few people coming on vacation to Austin. You know, quite a few bachelorette parties and stuff. It's going to go off. <laughs> yeah, I was How's like, the man. YOLO factor down there? <laughs> Dude, the yo Matt, I mean... You know, like I said, there's eight bars on my street with 200 people with no masks. The YOLO factor is like not even, I mean, that's the norm. <laughs> like it, it almost isn't even like a factor anymore. It's just like, yeah, that's just life. And like the weird, you know, the aberration is like somebody wearing a mask and, you know, being like one of my friends was visiting from Seattle and like they were wearing a mask and, you know, they looked like, um, uh, what are those called? Uh, people who are like, Oh man, I can't think of what that's called. Oh, hypochondriacs. So yeah, Texas is not sweating it too much, <laughs> but I got my first vax. I don't know if you guys have been, been vaccinated. I'm waiting on one more. So how about y'all? I got one I'm waiting on my, I'm waiting on my second shot. Yeah. I'm still waiting on. Did you get sick or no? Uh, I did not. Like my arm was a little sore, Matt. but I mean, I went to the gym the next morning and lifted and stuff. Pretty normal. Oh, I felt terrible after mine. Really? I was sick for like three days. Yeah. Three days after the first one? Well, the thing is, though, I think like my girlfriend had COVID in January. And so we lived together. So I'm pretty sure I got it then and just had no symptoms and no response. So, you know, for that, that's like my body is using those antibodies to fight the, you know, the um, vaccine. So I feel like. Now I'm going to have more antibodies built up and getting the next vaccine is going to be even worse, but it's all good. Oh, rowdy. Interesting. I mean, no, mine was pretty simple. And then like I gave me the shot and the guy was like, there's no blood. Do you want a bandaid? I was like, she was like, get a bandaid. Yeah. Make make it official, man. Put a bandaid on there. (laughs) I have to sign. Nice. Matt, did you get yours yet? Did you say I've not yet. I'm, I've just been a little bit like dragging my feet like I do with everything. It's not like some stance or anything. I just, 
you know, yeah, I, I'm I'm doing fine. I just haven't had the urgency, um, but I'm not like. I'm not going to get or like everybody go get, you know, it's like it's cool. We're doing good. I saw a thing that said like over half the U.S. has their first shot already. And so I get that Bill Gates vaccine, bro. Get that tracker. Right. Right. I can't. I can't a stoner cast if we didn't talk conspiracies. <laughs> I mean, right. My main thing is I tell people like just sign up, just go get it done. So we can move along. Yeah. Honestly, dude, if anyone, it, it wouldn't shock me if Ted was a big conspiracy guy. If you think about it, like he's living in a basement apartment by himself for the last year. He's had a lot of time to smoke weed and think about it. Like I could totally see him. Ground level. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's on me. I'm I'm embarrassed. But <laughs> either way it's like a little bunker in there and i feel like you've just been you know caged in like just breathing on the news i could see you just like smoking a joint one night and you're like you know what i think it's bill gates man 5g and just going off the deep end <laughs> <laughs> it is very Dude, you'd be a good conspiracy guy you like keep like a box of ammo at the house you know <laughs> <laughs> right sorry yeah i mean i don't know I feel like most of the conspiracies I was into have always got, there's always like stuff to kind of prove them. So it's like, all right, it's not really a conspiracy anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's the nice thing about the internet is I feel like it's pretty easy to get to the bottom of something at least. Well, I guess there's a lot of misinformation too, but yeah, I'm with you. I feel like there's enough conspiracies that are just like, oh yeah, that actually happened. That's crazy. And it's like, yeah, the CIA has done some wild stuff. Like, okay. Turn the page. <laughs> Yeah, don't even get me started on Lincoln, Brad. <laughs> right? Like that movie about him killing vampires? It was not a joke. In every fiction, a grain of truth. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break there. We'll be back. I might just move into that now because, frankly, all I had was 420 stoner movies, crowds, sunshine, bad at fishing. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it god i want to leave all of Dude, this on I just... yeah the best stuff you say is always in the mic so all right we can leave in the list there but the, the worst part is i was so confident too i was like ah that movie that stoner movie thing is gonna carry us for a while <laughs> dude you know what's funny i always feel that way about the cop topics the one that's the ones that i like, think about for like two weeks and i'm like dude this is gonna crush man we're gonna get so many emails just flat nothing and you guys are like yes or like um i would buy a red car and it's like over and then the ones that i'm like this is dumb this is a throwaway no one cares about this it's just like boom 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 when you unleash the floodgates and like i'll wake up you know on wednesday morning and i have like seven emails i'm like oh my god people are feeling it so yeah it's never it's never what you think it's gonna be all right then we're back as if you didn't hear that part already i will say this voice i had on the bucket hat i can cast if you i'll send you a picture it looks like i know what i'm doing i just couldn't catch one dude yeah i i just assumed you'd have like that beginner's luck i mean you seem like the kind of guy who's like who's out there with like, you know, camo cargo pants or cargo shorts, like just fishing and doing his thing and like just pulling them in home Depot bucket style. 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think you looked too much the part, Ted. I think you've been fishing a little bit. You came out like, look at me. I'm a fisherman. And it's like, yeah, you are. And sometimes fishermen don't catch shit all day. Like, it's like golfing. You can golf a lot and still go out and play terrible. <laughs> right. Was I the asshole in the uh, Greg Norman gear? Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Just, you exactly. take a newbie out golfing and they'll just like have these great shots or these awesome putts and you're just missing two footers all day. And it's like, God damn it. I'm the real golfer here. Uh, and it's like Ted wanted to show up like I'm a real fisherman. And they're like, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, enjoy your day in the sunshine on the dock. <laughs> and trust me, dude, like just the way we sat, like I was just kind of like, like Jason and Sean were behind me. Sean obviously knows what he's doing. He's like setting the hooks and everything. <laughs> But like I'm up front and I'm, you know, having a couple cold beverages. I'm getting a little, little chatty. So then this other guy shows up in between us, right? In between us and the Russians. Cause the other people on the dock that had like bipole were the, I was like, you guys don't seem like they're getting my jokes. And I was like, ah, they're, yeah, they're Russian. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy sits down, right? So we're going to go to Sean's. He's going to make a low country boil, which to Sean's credit was delicious. Ted, you just dropped that like, like I know what the hell you're talking about. A low country boil? Well, right. So a lot of people in Seattle would call it like a seafood boil, but it comes <laughs> comes from South Carolina, like the low country, right? We talked about this by the shore, right? So it's got corn, potatoes, shrimp, crab, uh, like a, a mixture, and then you just steam or boil it all up, and then you just lay it out. It's like a spread. You've chopped up the corn and stuff. You're just kind of eating it. <laughs> Getting way off base here, man. Dude, that sounds, uh, sounds awesome. Go ahead. It was phenomenal. You know what? Look at Sean Dolan's Instagram. There's a picture with us in it. But I had bought a pack of Little Smokies, and I was very excited at some point in the afternoon to eat these Little Smokies. So the guy's like, you know, he's a, he's a real fisherman. Like anybody catch anything. And I'm like, ah, these guys are catching stuff. What kind of bait are you using? And I go, Oh, this guy's been using little smokies all day. <laughs> Just didn't miss a beat. And Sean's like, no, I <laughs> and then Bob, two minutes later, I hit the dude next to us. I was talking about eating sashimi and I go, this guy knows he's in. <laughs> Yeah, dude, this guy get dude. I guess somebody with a this guy gets it too. I can't remember what it was in the last week, but it wasn't as good as like yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I'll try to think of it later, dude. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I mean, right. It's just a fun thing to do. Just right. It doesn't matter, and it can't. It can be crazy. The first time Cobb and I heard it used properly, it was an insane thing. But whoever's to the left of you, you just turn and go, just point at him. This guy gets it. He's in. <laughs> Dude, I, if I remember correctly, we were in an RV and some guy was talking about like people cheating on their wives in front of this guy's wife. And he was like, this guy gets it. He was talking about the strip club may or may not have doubled as a brothel in front of this guy's wife. And you're right. And then hit him with like, he's been there. He gets it. Yeah, he gets it. And I was just like, whoa, it sucked the air out of the room. Uh. All right, <laughs> let's read some emails. 
Uh, how do we stumble through these things, boys? Well, people can give us some credit. It is 420 today. Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Firstly, Matt, look up Forestry Forest on YouTube. Dude converted a van to live in and travel, but having traveled by RV around Ireland, uh, get something that you can keep cool. Um, <clears throat> the cop topic last week was if you got 20K, uh, what would you do with it? If your boy is getting 20K, I'm building my man cave at the bottom of the garden. I've got the plants ready and designed the Irish hawk's nest. It's in my plans, but 20 large would make it happen instantly. Cheers, lads, and stay classy. Ron. Oh, the, t- the subject was blowing 20G. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Matt was going to try to invest it. It's like, no, dude, we're spending this. Invest? Money. I said, it, oh, yeah, I did say an NFT, a D podcast NFT at first. But then I said, take it to the, bla- uh, the roulette table. <laughs> we are palming hundreds, palming hundreds. <laughs> you need a light for your cigar? Here's a Benji. <laughs> yeah, just use it. Um, wait, uh. Oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Uh, we were talking about that guy. Oh, um, so that was Ron. You said he lives in Ireland, right? Yeah, he lives in Belfast. He lives in Belfast? Dude, Ron, things are crazy there right now. I've been following in the news, and that looks wild. Ted, I don't know if you've been following or not, but you know, because of Brexit, a lot of upheaval in Northern Ireland in the English part. I don't know if that's the correct way to say it, but... Um, you know, in, in Northern Ireland, there's been car bombings and people throwing Molotov cocktails into buses and stuff. Yeah, I've seen video. He sent me a videos a couple weeks ago from like his neighborhood. I was like, holy cow. Wow. Wild, man. I do you know why exactly that's happening? I know it's related to Brexit, but I don't know the actual. I am not. OK, cool. I'll, I'll ask. <laughs> I am not well versed on that one. If we want to go back Ted's, to. You know, if we want to go back to like the bad times in the eighties and stuff, like I'm, I, I know that stuff is mostly, you know, just religious and old school stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, Ted, sadly, this is what we've become. You're my European expert. I'm like, he watches soccer. He knows, he knows these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> two words, super league pan to Ted, your thoughts. Oh, it is bullshit, but the good news is, is that it looks like it's already done is Chelsea, Man City and Arsenal all sent in paperwork to be like, uh, yeah, we should be out of the Super League. Yeah. Super League's a terrible idea. To be out? Yes. Didn't they have to sign in to agree to be in it in the first place or no? They did, but they had a massive, so basically... Man, all right, let me try to do this real quick. So anybody that watches, like, there's, like, English soccer, right? The Premier League. You have, like, the uh, Spanish League, right? La Riga. You have the Bundesliga, the German League, right? So there's all these different leagues in Europe. Now, when they get together, they have this tournament called the Champions League. You have to finish top of your domestic league to get into this. And it's a great thing. Like, if you're one of the top players, you want to play in Europe. You want to win the Champions League. You want to win Europe. Now, what this is, is a bunch of greedy owners, a lot of, some of them American too. The hell with Stan Kroenke. Just leave the arsenal alone already, son. Just sell it. Uh, they were going to take a lot of the top teams from Europe and make like an NFL. But it's like, you'd be killing off a lot of these domestic leagues at a certain point because now, ah, it's hard to explain. 
But if yes, you want they wanted to, play, to concentrate the power. Right. And then these little clubs would never, ever be able to get in there. Whereas like a few years ago, you had Leicester City win the English Premier League, which was unheard of, is they were in the third division. Think of like baseball going up and down from AAA to major leagues down to AA. But if you took just a certain number of the major league baseball teams and shut out the other clubs, then like they would never have a chance. You know what I mean? At least every year you think you have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. And this super league, I mean, it's, it's every team that even if you're just an American, who's not a soccer fan, it's every team you've heard of. I mean, we're talking like, you know, AC Milan, Manchester United, Chelsea, um, whatever, like the two big Spanish teams, uh, Barca and, um, Madrid. Uh, Madrid. Yeah. So it, it would be insane. Yeah. I'm happy. Like the the German league was like, we like their clubs were like, Nope, Nope. We want no part of it. But so that's what I'm getting at. So all these clubs signed up and they're like, oh yeah, this is going to be cool. And then as soon as there was backlash, they're like, oh no, we're out. We, we didn't, we weren't even serious. Is that what it is? Well, the problem is all the fan bases were like, go, go have your fucking league. Like it's over. Yeah. That was a quick turnaround. Cause didn't they just announce it like a day or two ago? They did. Wow. And but I mean, like, Chelsea, we they have, could, we have to, Chelsea could barely get into their stadium today. Their own fans wouldn't let the buses through. What? Yeah, like I love and, that. And and like you got to understand soccer the way football works in Europe is a lot different. Like these towns like live and die on how good the club is. So now you're like you know what I mean? Like random fans that watch aren't going to come to these smaller towns if there's only this one league. Right. Yeah, seriously. And you know, I, I respect that in Europe when they don't like something, they go out and do a big protest and change it. I think the U S could learn something from that. We've had some protests, but they're largely ineffectual and just whatever. I don't know. I respect Europe's protest game. That's all I'm saying. And do you really want to be the one who's opposing a bunch of soccer hooligans with nothing to live for? Yeah. And it's just, it's just a great example of uh, greed. Like not one of them took a minute and said, wait a minute, would the fans still want to go to our matches? Would they still care? And everybody's <laughs> like, uh, that's a no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a hard no from us. Um, <laughs> I miss the good old days. Why do we need these super leagues and super teams? Reggie Miller said he would have spit in Jordan's face if he asked him to come join the Bulls. That's the stuff that makes the game that much better. Anyway, LARP on, Sam. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind the players in the NBA getting together and be like, let's do this. Do the, uh, was it the 92 or 96 dream team from the U S is so insane. It's like every legend that played over like a 20 year period. You know what I'm talking about with like those white uniforms? Yeah, of course. You're talking Jordan Barkley magic. Uh, I mean, mailman, Carl Malone, Carl Malone, right? Scotty Pippen. The only one not on there oh, is Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, so uh, was that 92 or 96, you know? 94. Oh, wait a minute. 92. Maybe 92, my bad. Barcelona, yeah. It's been like a whole year since the last dance was out. Yeah, right. Well, Happy 420. Oh, go ahead. If you ever get a chance on like Twitter or something, just look up Do- John Stockton in Barcelona. He's asked, he's wearing a shirt. He has the old school video camera and like people are looking at his shirt. He's like, well, right. Who's this? And they're like, I don't know. Like, it's like, it's him just walking around Barcelona talking to people. 
dude, I just got your uh, fishing picture. That's honestly incredible. Right? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys run a tear. I didn't want to interrupt, but that thing is phenomenal, Ted. Yeah. That, that oh guy looks like he knows what he's doing. 100%. <laughs> he really does. Um, happy 420 to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. If you want to watch some weed related programming, check out Bong Appetit. It's the weed based cooking show. Like Chopped, but every course they add a weed-infused product and a wide variety of plants and THC drops. And if you lose the elimination challenge, you don't go home, you get to smoke with the judges. What a perk. It's available on Hulu and the Vice Network. I only know about this show because my friend uh, Unika is on an episode in season three aptly titled The Devil's Lettuce. <laughs> the main star is Be Real of Cypress Hill, uh, two other judges and a special guest judge. If you ever want to talk to her about her experience, let me know and I can get a hold of her. Have a good day. Stevie, the Packers fan. Yeah, man. I've seen that show. Vice has a bunch of good ones. Weed a kit. They did Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Oh, yeah. That have show seen, was wild. Have you seen that? I love that one. Yeah. The toad, the toad Venom stuff in Mexico was crazy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, apparently, there's a new season that I haven't watched yet. Um, but, yeah, we binged that, like, last uh, – somewhere in quarantine. I don't remember the season. Dude, there was there was some vice show i don't know if it's hamilton's pharmacopoeia or something else where someone took lsd and went to the westminster dog show can you <laughs> even imagine <laughs> no i mean kinda <laughs> <laughs> that's it for emails boys <laughs> oh, nice <laughs> Uh, Matt, we got to take another break, don't we? Yep. All right. We'll, we'll take a break right there. All right. Well, let's check in and see what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Uh, before we get to what's Matt Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Check out what's Matt Hey, what's good? What's Matt Uh, before we get to what's Matt Hey, what's good? What's Matt Check out with what's All right. Uh, left a little pause there so I could put that intro in easier this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, today we've been talking about 420 and uh, last year is canceled because of COVID. But the year before that, me and my friends started a thing called the 420 Masters, where we go and golf on 420 and we smoke weed every single hole. And this year went golfing today and uh Smoked weed every single hole, and I feel like we did pretty well, given, you know, I don't think it was a distinct, like, performance, like, diminishing effect. Is there a limit on what you can, how much you can smoke? On how much? <laughs> no, I guess it's just a minimum of one hit per hole. And we got paired up with some old dudes, two bills, actually. So we were just using the vape pen the whole time. Uh, you know, to not make a whole thing, uh, you know, they were cool guys, but I was, you know, you don't want to like push it. And, you know, we, we, we came prepared. So, uh, yeah, I had a great time with that pen. <laughs> All right. Nice. So that was, you know, I shot a hundred, which is like right in my normal range, uh, playing from the tips, you know, and keeping brutal score. Like I took zero mulligans, Ted. 
It was a mulligan pre-100. Yeah. Well, in the golf course, there's more than one roll. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun, you know, keeping the tradition alive, right? The 420 Masters is about more than golf. It's about more than weed. It's about friendship and golf and weed. And so we kept that, that alive this year uh, after the break. That was fun. Um, the other thing, dude, Cobb, like you were the first dude that introduced me to Wim Hof. Uh, he just turned 62 last week. So his new fundamentals course was half off. So I jumped on that and I've just been going even deeper with the Wim Hof stuff. And uh, man, it is a trip. It's the coolest thing. Dude, very cool. So thank you. I mean, like, you know, it's it's a fun thing to be like a hipster about. And it's like just like I'm glad I have smart friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, I knew about Wim Hof. Like, what was that movie we went and saw in IMAX at the Seattle Center? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. We saw that some movie that involved like the cold. And then you're like, it just made me think about this Wim Hof guy. Do you know who that is? And you just told me and I went and looked, looked it up, but I was still living at the barracks when you introduced me to Wim Hof. So that's how long ago that was. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I've just gone deeper and deeper, uh, down the rabbit hole over the years. So always like to, you know, keep you in the loop and say thanks. And yeah, just <laughs> hopped on the fundamentals course. It's awesome. And then, oh, this weekend, uh, my friend, uh, my friend Colin has Down syndrome and he has a job at this brewery down the street and uh, it is his four year anniversary. So uh, made an appearance. Uh, I would say Tyler and I were, you know, we we made an entrance. Uh, it was a little stale when we got there. A lot of the parents, friends and we showed up. So he loves Jurassic Park. He loves Nerf guns, right? All right. Tyler and I go to Target earlier that day. They have a Triceratops Nerf gun for 20 bucks. Oh, nice. Done. Done deal, right? Then it's like, all right, let's go find a gift bag. Right next to the gift bags, they have these gold trophies with a little plaque that you can write on with a permanent marker for 10 bucks. Oh, so... Little That's customizable amazing. trophy, Triceratops Nerf gun. 30 bucks later, we're on the way in. I got the trophy. Tyler's got the gun in a gift bag. And like, we just show up and he just, it just like the party started. He just like lit up, you know, he was so stoked. And uh, yeah, we had a great time. So that was, uh, that was a definite highlight of the last week was getting to see him and yeah, really, really light up his party. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. Work. Yeah. Yeah, so so we had a good time, man. And that was uh that was the weekend. Man, that's better than what I, I thought. I just assumed it was so nice. You're gonna be like, yeah, I went golfing. Uh yeah, we went we knew we were golfing today. Like I had canceled right. I rescheduled all my clients and was like, look, it's a 420 masters. It's a thing. Yes, there's golf, there's weed, but it's about friendship. Friendship and you know, they were all on board with my transparency and got it handled. <laughs> and so then, uh, yeah, came out and, uh, you know, I just had a good time. Uh, and um, but knowing that I was going to, you know, be golfing today, 
I was just like, yeah, we'll hang out and, you know, enjoy the sunshine around here. You know, the, the lakes is cold, but it's refreshing when it's 80 degrees out. It's, there's no Wim Hof method these days. You're just jumping in a refreshing lake. Don't worry. You got your Wim Hof stuff back this weekend. <laughs> Mid 60s and raining Sunday. Yeah. Got to earn it out there. Speaking of weather, he loves. I think it's about that time. Boo, 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 boo. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. <laughs> All right, boys. I know we have a, a general sort of flow and arc to the podcast. I'm not going to do the uh, the cop topic I was going to do, but I am curious if either of you guys would like to comment. If you don't, totally cool. The Derek Chauvin verdict came out today. Uh, you guys probably both saw that. Guilty on all three counts. Any thoughts before we go to the cop topic? No. Dad's not touching it. Matt? I guess the jury saw the same video I did. Okay. Fair enough, boys. Um, yeah, the cop topic with that was just like too intense. I was like, mm, all right, let's do something light. So cop topic. Uh, so today I was over at uh, Barton Springs. It's one of my favorite places on earth. It's this big, nat- beautiful, natural aquifer. If you're near the internet right now, take a quick look for Barton Springs. It's basically, um, yeah, it's like, uh, it kind of feels like that pool in um, uh, the Sandlot where... It feels like it's the first day of summer and it's never going to end. And it was just live out there today. There was, you know, a ton of beautiful people and uh, beautiful water, sun shining. So cop topic, and I go over there a lot. So cop topic this week is what is a little thing you do every day that makes you happy? Feel free to email us, email at thepodcast.com with two E's. What is a little thing you do every day or occasionally, like regularly, that makes you happy? Boys? Well, every day, the first thing that comes to mind to me is just showers. I love a good shower. Oh, God, yeah, man. Seriously. Heated waterfall right there in your house. Yeah, like start a day. Sometimes you end a day, but I'm just like, I don't know. The shower is always like the highlight of a day. Yeah, taken for granted for sure. Yeah, I mean, aside from the Wim Hof breathing, which is just like you just get high at the end, like off your own supply off oxygen. It's the coolest. Um, It's smart. It's free. It's easy. It's legal. Like get on board. Uh, But I I would say taking gratitude for the human body on a regular basis, both my own and then also like working with clients. You know, I'm kind of trying to pass that same thing along of like, Oh, how cool are your lat muscles, right? Like, can I get someone who doesn't care about lats to appreciate how rad they are? Like, maybe, but it's kind of an ongoing thing. But, you know, so I'm constantly like looking for ways to express gratitude for how cool the body is to convey that to other people. And, you know, I got to start with myself. Um, And that's another thing that's like accessible to everybody. If you can understand language, your ears and your brain and your nervous system are doing all sorts of wild stuff. Super cool. Like watch some YouTube videos about cells and how it all works. Uh, It's 420. I know it's come out later, but, you know, just there's some fun rabbit holes to dive down and take appreciation for uh, your little spaceship here. Agreed. Sorry, Ted, I didn't know you were waiting on me. 
<laughs> no, I'm just like, all right. Yeah, I just I just went with shower. But <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I like that. And I guess I was like, I don't know, like you'd say like walking to work. Right? It's just like yeah. nice little- honestly. I have one of those like little Trader Joe's juices every day, like the beet juice that they have. It's just like all vegetables. And it always makes me feel good. Like for the hour after, I just feel like, okay, I got my vegetables in. Like life's not totally falling apart. <laughs> Trader Joe's beet juice. Yeah, it's just like, you know, those little like individual juices or whatever. I do the beet juice. Sometimes I do the uh, the green juice or whatever. But just most juices that you buy at the grocery store have a ton of sugar. Um, they're mostly like, you know, pineapple juice, apple juice, concentrate, whatever. And so that one doesn't have any of that stuff. So that's okay. that's the one I drank. But yeah, like- just like, you know. You're like, look, man, we got Corona going on. We got all the Trump stuff, whatever. Like the world could fall apart today, but at least I had my beats. Good reassurance. (laughs) I feel the same way when I'm in the shower. I'm like, this is our time. Let's just relax, soap up. You know, we got a system, but we got a little time to let it hit the back of our neck. (laughs) I was going to say like, um, you're like, oh, just like in the shower. At least we have our beats. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there you go. Uh, what was going to say? Yeah, we'll be back next week. Should, we should be able to string a few uh, together before, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go on vacation somewhere, do something. But until next time, uh, enjoy all your stoner movies tonight, even if they're just comedies. For MCTV, for comedy, <laughs> this is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs>